Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. This program is part of the Devil's Mark Podcast Network, the official podcast network of Shadow Path Diabolism. This is the Wednesday, September 16th episode of the Dark Illumination Report podcast. And on today's podcast, I'm going to be answering a question from a listener or several listeners who asked me how to make a pact with the devil, how to get started with your prayers and that sort of thing. This is the Dark Illumination Report podcast, the official podcast of Shadow Path Diabolism, your daily dose of Diabolonian philosophy to inspire you on your journey down the crooked shadow path. Here's your host, R.J. Womack, Brother Nero. We have a lot of people that are converting from Christianity and considering converting to shadow path diabolism. So this podcast is extremely important, I think. I want to encourage anybody who wants to get away from Christianity or even left-hand path occultism uh, to do so and get back to a more religious devotional lifestyle and get back to a more devotional style of practice because I think it's important. You see, as I've said before on this podcast, the people who are left-hand path occultists, they're not anti-Christian, they're anti-religious. We are not anti-religious, we are anti-Christian. We are pro-Satan, we are pro-Lucifer, we are pro-demonic gods, we are not anti-religion. So anyway, having said that, of course, I'm R.J. Womack, a.k.a. Brother Nero, and this is the Dark Illumination Report podcast, the podcast where we promote the religious worship of Satan and demons as a serious faith and way of life, and we try to help our fellow diabolists down the crooked shadow path. So let me get into the practice part. Practicing shadow path diabolism is not difficult. It's intentionally simple. It's intentionally basic. It goes back to magic and trying to get back to a more simple kind of folkloric approach, kind of um, common sort of magic and ritual and religion. Now, as I've said on this podcast before, we do not focus on magic for magic's sake. If we use magic or mysticism or any kind of technique that would be considered occultism, it is simply to make a connection with the gods. It is not to big ourselves up. It is not to try to evolve into living gods. It's nothing like that. It's a devotional practice. And as I said many times before as well, this is a devotional religious system of worshiping Satan. It is not any kind of um, occult practice in the more left-hand path sort of sense of the word. I just want to be very clear about that. So the first thing you want to do is if you're new to Satanism, especially from a Christian background, you might want to start doing your daily prayers at least once a day and speaking to Satan and telling him what your intentions are and giving him offerings, whether that be alcohol or food or whatever you might feel is appropriate, and start doing that before you do your pact. 
I would always recommend doing your pact on Halloween whenever possible or Samhain. And if it's not possible, try to do it in the darker months of the year because we feel that the darker months of the year are the days that we celebrate the aspect of the devil that is Satan or the Lord of Darkness. And the summer months of the year is when we celebrate or honor the Luciferian aspect of Satan. And for those of you who may not know, we believe that Satan and Lucifer are the same entity. We believe that they are different aspects of his character, and we honor those different aspects or different forms of him or different emanations of him on the summer and winter months of the year. So we divide the celebrations of his different aspects up by the seasons. That's one of the things that makes us different and makes us more like ancient paganism as well. But if you can't do it on any of these times, it is always wise to do it whenever you can, whenever you feel it's appropriate. If you feel guided to do your pact at a certain time, don't feel like you have to wait until Halloween. Although, like I said, I would recommend it because it's just a sacred day to us. It's very sacred to our tradition. It's our most important holiday. And we kind of see it as almost a birthday, if you will, to celebrate and honor Satan. It is also the time of year that uh, the Celts would honor the dead and the dead ancestors. So we honor the ancestors and the honored dead, the witches that came before us and magicians that came before us that swore their allegiance to Satan and his kingdom. So this would be an appropriate day of year to celebrate and honor the ancestors as well. So you can do that. But don't feel that you need to limit your celebration or honoring of the ancestors or the honored dead on only Halloween. We tend to do a ritual for the ancestors or the witches that came before us at least once a month. I tend to honor the witches and the ancestors on the 13th of the month because 13 has been associated with death. So I set aside the 13th of every month to honor the ancestors if I haven't done so in my rituals previously. So I do a little mass for them and a little mass in honor of them. I believe that if you forget the ancestors, if you forget the honored dead, then they will cease to exist. I think one of the reasons that spirits continue to exist is because people honor them. And even if you don't know the specific names of the spirits you're honoring, um, it's still a good idea to remember them. And it, I also want to mention here that this is a tradition that is not only part of ancient paganism, the ancient Greeks did it, the ancient Romans did it, the Vikings did it, but it's also very well known and, and very much practiced in traditional witchcraft and in hoodoo and a lot of African religions. So I just want to be clear about that, that this is a very common pre-Christian practice, and it didn't go out of style until the Christians kind of made honoring the dead part of necromancy. They tried to make it ev evil and they cast it as an evil practice when it really wasn't. So I just want to be clear about that. So when you're honoring the dead and when you're making offerings to the dead and you call upon the dead to help you and assist you, you're going back to very ancient pagan practices. And again, you have to understand that for us, Satan is not just the Christian interpretation uh, of our God. He is an ancient God. He is a God that predates Christianity as far as we're concerned. So um, that's why we use pagan techniques to honor him. And as far as any criticism as to, you know, my practices somehow shifting to be pagan in order to get a wider audience, that's just simply not true. 
Um, a lot of the practices that I embrace come from my time with a uh, group in England that's an offline group, that's a family group. And many of our practices were pagan and ancient pagan in origin, and, and the style that we practiced was pre-Christian pagan-styled practice. And this is something that I've been doing for years and years, but just because some people don't listen to the podcast and don't really listen to what I actually say, they don't realize that I've been practicing this way for years and years. And those of you who have been listening to this podcast know that I say that my form of um, diabolism, my form of Satanism as I practice it, had more in common with ancient paganism than it does with contemporary Satanism, because contemporary Satanism is uh, focused on self-worship and humanistic philosophy. Left-hand path occultism is focused on worshiping the self, and my religion has more to do with worshiping the gods as opposed to worshiping the self. Now, that doesn't mean I don't think that we should live uh, and honor ourselves and try to reach our full potential and be the masters of our own destiny as much as we can be. But I think we should always remember that the gods have a role to play. It's a mutually beneficial relationship between yourself and the gods. And although you should have as much control over your life as possible, you also have to realize that the gods play a role in your life, whether you want to admit it or not. And they have power over your life to a certain extent. I don't think they take absolute control over your life, but they do have a role to play in your life and they do influence events and circumstances as they see fit. Now, getting back to the pact aspect of this um, episode, the first thing you should do is get a black candle. You should etch Satan's name into it and you should uh, anoint it with yarrow oil. That's what I would do. And as you're anointing it with yarrow oil, dressing the candle, uh, I would suggest that you visualize your intention to connect with Satan and ask him for his presence to be around you and, and be with you and ask him to answer your call. And that's what I would do. And then I would write my pact out. I would write it out twice. I would write it once for myself to keep in my magical journal. And then I would write another copy of it so that I could actually burn it in the candle and ask Satan to accept it. Then I would do that and I would do my prayers and do all my preparations. And if you're and if you come from a Christian background, I would also recommend that you do something to reject your Christian upbringing. Tell Satan you reject your baptisms, uh, burn a page of the Bible or whatever you feel is appropriate. In many traditional forms of witchcraft and traditional forms of magic, they would say the Lord's Prayer in reverse as a way of blaspheming the Christian God and the Holy Spirit. That's always a good thing to do. But if you're not particularly Catholic, it might not have as much meaning to you. So you might want to do something else that's more appropriate to your particular denomination that your family comes from as far as Christianity goes, something that would be more significant to you. But what you want to do is you want to reject all your former baptisms, you want to reject all your former allegiances, and you want to swear your allegiance to Satan and his kingdom. And you want to swear that allegiance eternally. Do not make your pact if you're not fully committed to this. There is no such thing as a temporary pact, and anybody who says there is, is an idiot, okay? And I'm just going to say that straight up, and I don't care what anybody thinks about it. There is no such thing as a temporary pact with Satan. You don't make temporary pacts with Satan just to test it out to see if you and him can be buddies. If you're not ready to commit to Satan, don't make your pact 
don't do your dedication. Keep praying, keep focusing on your diabolism until you're ready to make that commitment. Otherwise, don't make it. Don't listen to anybody else who tells you some stupid nonsense about, oh, you can make a temporary pact like it's a test drive that you can test Satan out and see if you like him or not. That's stupid. Don't do that. Don't listen to people that say crap like that. They're spiritual morons, okay? Anyway, so that's about it. But you get the general idea of the pact ceremony. You should be able to develop your own pact ceremony based on what I've told you. And also, by the way, um, don't follow anybody's ritual completely. Put some stuff that's unique to you. Put some stuff that's from your heart into your dedication ritual. If you're going to make a pact, make sure it's personal. Make sure you talk to Satan from your heart. And another note I want to mention about the, all of this before I go is that the demons can read your mind. They can read your thoughts. They can read your blood. They know when you're telling them the truth. So don't try to bullshit them because they know when you're full of shit. Okay. Anyway, that's it for today, guys. Hope that helps somebody take care of yourself. Hope to see you next time. Take care. If you would like to learn more about the shadow path, diabolism, tradition of occultism, go to rjwomack.com. That's rjwomack.com. If you enjoy this podcast and support our message, tell a friend, leave us a review, and follow us on social media. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.